0: You know, for a race that took a long time to get started, the NDP leadership race has certainly taken its twists and turns since then. More to talk about on that front this morning. Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun is with us. Good morning, Vaughn.
1: Yes. Good morning, Simi. The NDP leadership race is
0: not boring. It is not. OK, so, you know, we first heard about this a couple of weeks ago. And, OK, it was one incident where it was a mistake. But these these accusations of something going on with the Angela Papadari campaign seem to keep coming.
1: Yeah, there's a number of allegations now, Simi, and they all involve allegations of violations of the Elections Act and NDP party rules. So there's a whole bunch of things in there, but, and the, I think the first thing to note is the allegations are unproven, and Abadurai was out yesterday with a statement on social media saying, quote, let me be crystal clear, we have been scrup." dubulously compliant with all elections bc and bc ndp rules so uh, innocent until proven guilty but but this is serious stuff Simi, because two things that are going on uh, the allegations are under investigation or uh, let me say review it's not a full-blown investigation yet so under review by elections bc and it is also, all of them are under review by the NDP itself, and of course the party has the power to deny right. her candidacy.
0: So one of the circumstances is that Richard Zussman's story, we I've heard the video, I've heard the audio actually this morning too, where one of her supporters is offering to pay the $10 membership fee for those who can't afford it. That's against the rules, they apologize for that. But what are these other ones?
1: Well, the second allegation is an email that surfaced, as Joe Hall had on his show on CKNW, where Green Party supporters were urged to quit the Green Party, join the NDP to vote for Apidurai, and if she loses the leadership, go back to the Greens. So I don't know if anybody said that's against the rules, but it certainly suggests a an attempt to, for a kind of environmentalist uh, through the Green Party, to take over the NDP. Uh, the Green Party has disavowed that. Abiturai has disavowed that email, but it fits into, um, I, I guess, an alleged pattern of activity. Because the third thing that surfaced, and this is the most serious, I would say, is reported by Rob Shaw of Check, yes. a regular on your show, too. Um, Shaw reported that... Um, The Dogwood BC, so a major environmental activity uh, organization here in BC, appeared to be lending resources, membership lists, other kinds of support, including maybe staff support, to the APADERA campaign. So all of that would have to be disclosed. And again, that one is unproven in detail, although Elections BC says it is aware of the concerns and it is reviewing them. So, again, uh, Elections BC has, of course, the power to enforce the Elections Act. Uh, when you put all this together, yeah. it's starting to add up. H- here's another one. This is interesting. Okay. Um, herself said in an interview that she raised the entire entry fee for the NDP leadership. So it's a $40,000 fee. She boasted that on a zoom conversation her campaign was able to raise the entire $40,000 in 5 minutes huh i guess now, now we ask how well first of all tell if i mean we'll take her word for it she's clearly got some significant backing But again, here's something that I expect uh, the party will want to look into. Um, Under B.C. election law, brought in by David Eby, by the way, so he knows this stuff backwards and forwards and upside down, uh, under B.C. election law, only individuals now may contribute to a leadership campaign, and they are limited to a donation of $1,300. So do the math. If she raised $40,000 in five minutes, uh, she must have found, what, 30 donors who were willing to put up $1,300. They couldn't have put up any more than that. That would be against the rules.
0: And also, that would be very uh, unheard of, actually, yeah. to have that many people yeah. put up that. And Dogwood BC, to be clear, they're not denying this. They're, they are helping. They've they said are, that.
1: They're saying they're helping. They're saying they're doing it within the rules. Um, All of this is having an impact on the NDP, especially behind the scenes. So New Democrats are looking at a person coming who's running against the current cabinet and caucus. She has no support there at all, none declared. Uh, She is vowing to overturn a bunch of decisions made by the government, including on Site C, uh, Coastal Gas Link Pipeline, old-growth strategies, and a whole bunch of other things. So she's, she, she styles herself as an insurgent, so that's what she is. And the party establishment is going, well, you know, first of all, they're going, what if she wins? Uh, she says, Abedirai says in that statement yesterday that she has signed up thousands of new members to the NDP and that that changes the electoral calculus. Well, New Democrats are going, what if she signed up more people than David Eby? She may have. What if she wins? I don't think that's likely, but it does have the party worried about what New Democrats, Hmm. establishment members, behind the scenes, Simi, are calling a hostile takeover by Greens and environmental activists.
0: Let's also be clear here, Vaughn, this is not a new situation. Like It seems like every political party goes through this when they have a leadership campaign. B.C. Liberals just went through something similar.
1: Yes, they have in the past, and it, it, it particularly the allegation of other people buying your memberships, right? And particularly the, the allegation of outside groups trying to infiltrate your party. That's one of the reasons that the New Democrats, under David Eby, one of the first pieces of legislation they brought in when they became government was reforms to the elections act that toughened up the barriers uh, that brought in limits on donations that provided more scrutiny. And, you know, you, you got the statement yesterday from the EB campaign that quote, these allegations are serious and they warrant investigation. So uh, where this leads, I don't know. But a couple of things. We know, Simi, from the past that it can take elections B.C. a long time to review anything, and we don't know what they have, and there's no indication they have anything fatal to her campaign, but that may not be concluded until after the leadership is over anyway. The NDP has the power to disallow a candidate for the party leadership. They have a a vetting process. It isn't just a matter of paying the $40,000 fee, although Appadurai says she has that. It's a matter of um, looking at things like, would the candidacy um, bring the party into disrepute? Uh, Does the candidacy uh, violate party rules? Uh, Would you have a candidate running under a cloud? I don't know what they're going to do with this, but that's the kind of thing that's going on at party headquarters. And I think, Simi, it's a pretty good guess that there are some new Democrats sufficiently concerned about what they regard as a hostile takeover Hmm. who are hoping the party will disallow her candidacy. Okay, so
0: there's that, and very quickly, then we've got the premier address yes. in the UBCM this morning.
1: Yes, so a premier, two of the premier's last three media, avails have been in his hometown of Langford, and some of us were getting to joke whether he would even be coming into the office anymore. Uh, but he's doing a big speech at the UBCM today, 11 o'clock, and one of the things we'll be watching for is, does he announce anything? You may recall that on Tuesday, Health Minister Adrian Dix said he couldn't announce any changes, uh, in the ambulance service or the health care system because of moratorium on announcements uh, during the morning period for Queen Elizabeth. Well, our premier is pretty talkative. Uh, we'll see whether he announces anything today, whether he considers himself right. bound by that media blackout as well.
0: <laughs> Interesting. Thank you for that, Vaughn.
1: Bye-bye, Simi.